0: What's up nerds?
1: <laughs> oh wait! I thought I was doing the intro. My bad. You're right. I thought I was going to do the outro. I well, actually let's just have one. Wait. What? Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Keep rolling.
0: Oh, no. Can we include this? Josh and I are just going to do the episode. We're going to say it at the same
2: time. At the same time. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's try again. Ready? Um,
0: yeah. What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of The Bandwagon Fan. This is the show where we talk about all things pop culture and what we're into now. I'm Alex. I'm AJ. And I'm Josh. This week, we're here to talk about HBO's latest and greatest, The Last of Us. I have uh, gosh, this has been a long, a long time coming. I feel like I've been hearing about The Last of Us being turned into some type of project for years i actually forgot um for people who don't know that this was initially a video game i forgot the video game came out all the way in 2013 now like i'm forgetting
2: yeah. that that's not yeah new.
1: it doesn't we're, seem that long ago but it's like yo that was 10 years ago
2: the game came out when we were in college and that's a that's a, a depressing yeah that, that was a depressing so thing to on. think about man. yeah
0: yes it's, it's weird that's why i'm like to me i'm like hey the tv show came out pretty like
1: that
2: pretty was
0: recently you know yeah i was like they really churned this thing out and then i was like wait like we'll get into this more later but i was like wait wasn't this supposed to be like a movie yeah. or something and then i was, <laughs> was like
1: just my old friend
0: and then i'm like and didn't thank- they already remaster this game like 15 right. times
2: <laughs> now thank you for listening to our podcast aging <laughs> ungracefully with aj alex and josh that's um, what i feel I'm like actually, right
0: now i'm starting a spinoff podcast called aging gracefully
2: it's uh, <laughs> uh oh, kind of, okay you bastard <laughs> so well, podcast, though. come on bro come on man you're too so, hard you, hard know hard. Hard. you know what, <laughs> what else is depressing though what's depressing the,
1: the last of us game
2: yeah it is yeah and yeah, the last of us. us
1: actually just the last
0: of us in general is kind of it's, it's, it's kind of engaging, engaging
2: yeah, if, yeah. You if you
1: don't know if you're not a gamer came out in 2013 it's a third person which means you like you see yourself you see the character uh post-apocalyptic survival like action adventure game and it won tons and tons of awards and as of 2019 sold like estimated like 20 million copies so like mm-hmm. it's it's a very popular game because it's a good game well, and that's why that's where we are now like it, it it was good enough the story was good enough in my opinion to to get it optioned
2: and also I think we also have to remember too that this kind of game was is like designed to watch you know like it's very easy for someone to sit behind you and watch it and still be as engaged because uh it's kind of how insomniac studios that, that, that's how they make their games right they i'm
0: like the perfect example actually because um i i played the video game for the first time in 2020 um which was a terrible time to play it during a, a covid lockdown but uh that's Seriously. when i decided to buy and play it but i remember like josh and i went to the same college and i remember watching him play the game like years and years ago but i never felt like I weirdly never felt like I had to play it. It was just kind of like I don't know if relaxing is the right word for a game like this, but <laughs> it was kind of relaxing right. watching Josh mess up Correction a
2: but, correction by the way. I said insomniac, but it was actually naughty dog. Naughty dog. I was, I was, I was, I was confused the term. Oh, insomniac
0: movie is movie. um oh my gosh. Uh, is um, crack, no, not crackdown. Um
2: uh, that's why I what was What is confused the big of, game that's Ratchet, Ratchet and clank is it Ratchet and Clank? Do they make Ratchet and Clank? I'm pretty sure it's Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Let's just go with Ratchet and Clank. It's Sony's. It's Sony's other uh, flagship uh, studio. But we're
1: here to talk about The Last of Us. Yeah. Which is also Sony. But anyways, it, the road here was not an easy one, though, to get to the show. Uh, I Did you guys know Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi uh, was going to produce uh, a movie for The Last of Us? Really?
2: I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Well, you don't have to worry about it now. Cause yeah, we don't, we don't <laughs> have to worry about it, day. but I
2: don't know how I feel about it. Because like, it would be really good or really weird.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And then they, they were going to do like an animated thing too, and that got canceled. Um, <laughs> But, you know, they they kept with it, and HBO picked it up. What's really cool is like the creative team behind it, like the two main guys, is uh, Neil um, Druckmann, who actually wrote and created the, the game. Yeah. So like. Or a creative if, director. If, if you have played the game, um, like, and you enjoyed it, like, you know it's in good hands because he literally is like the brain behind the the game. And then the other person who is kind of like heading this up is uh, Craig Mazin, who wrote, created, and was a producer, executive producer of Chernobyl, which I have so, such seen. a good Chernobyl, like, oh, so, so
2: good, good. so good. Right? So, Man, right. Can so, I so, so can
1: good. I say something about Chernobyl though? I
0: remember when that um when that was coming out uh. At the time i was working a job where like i was always i was I, w- I wasn't remote so i was you know way back in the day when you worked in a building with people but uh that uh, that show was out and i remember i was talking about one of the scenes and this girl was like don't she's like wait don't spoil it for me and i'm like <laughs> you guys this happened this is this is just based oh, on God. true events she didn't know that it actually was a real thing no way <laughs> spoiler like, alert
2: She's like, she's like, are they gonna get a season two or like <laughs> oh no. Uh, no but I, in, in and seriousness. This is season like, two. Yeah, yeah, right? This no, show. no joke. It really does feel like season two. I think um I think what makes me so frustrated watching this is uh I mean, look, we'll just I'll just I'll just uh spoil it a little bit. It's it's good. It's pretty good. And what makes it really frustrating is like it's good because you have the people who made the game part of the writing room. Like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like a very difficult concept, Halo. But, you know, apparently making a video game game for people who played the game is a really good marketing strategy. Wild concept, I know. But uh, I think more people should really adopt that because I'm so tired of adaptations. And the director's like, I've never... I've never watched that. I never played it. I never read the book. Never what? read the book. Yeah, like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. And, and
0: Neil Neil Um Druckmann's like, I live and breathe content. I am like, this is my this is my thing. <laughs> yeah. This man well, has too many talents.
2: He does. He really does. But I th- I just think it, it I just think it shows that uh, having somebody in the room who knows what they're writing for really changes the way you model your show and we'll, we'll get into it. But I, I, I mean, this is, this is like a tour of tour of force of how to make a video game show.
1: You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like, I, I hope this kind of adds credibility to like the video game industry as a storytelling um, environment and that Hollywood's like, Hey, like we can utilize some of that. And, and, and you know, like, it, it's not like it's like, you know, frame for frame copy of the game going into the show. They make notable changes, and some are some are better, some not as much. Uh, I think I think the intro of the show it, it 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 is different from the game. I thought it was a great intro. Curious what you guys thought of it. Well, um, you
2: talking I, about the the actual like uh, the the very first scene? Is the very first scene, scene, the nineteen sixty eight
1: scene.
0: Yeah, I I actually I really loved that because like the game the game is still pretty fresh in my mind. So I was like at first I was like wait, maybe I just don't remember this. And then I was like, no, this definitely wasn't in. But like, I thought, I thought it was like a really unique way to kind of, um, discuss like what the show is probably going to, um, entail. And I was like, man, if they ever decide to remaster this game for like the fourth time, they should just include this in it. They already remastered it. Yeah. Yeah. So for
2: the, for the sixth time, um, remind me later to bring up a point that i thought was very clever that they used in this scene and they okay. talk about like th- kind of between this and mm-hmm. the video game they did something kind of cool that i'm like see you can only really do this in a tv show you can't quite do this in a in a in a, in a, in a game format so
1: yeah uh, it's and cool. like the creative direction of the scene is is very intentional and powerful like when you think about it you have these two scientists arguing about the next global pandemic and one's talking about like a virus cough cough covid hmm,
2: hmm,
1: hmm. one's talking about uh, a fungi like fungal um like pandemic and what where that hits home again is the scientists is like hey like they're talking about like this couldn't happen because a, a fungi like fungi cannot survive in a human host like our body's too warm mm-hmm. it's like hey but if the climate were to get warmer then they could adapt and then they could yeah. live in a human host it's like Oh, COVID and climate change all in the, you know, within the span of like two minutes. So it's like, they, they, they're very much like they're, they're pushing the buttons of the audience where like, it's like you are living through this right now. This could happen yeah. to you.
2: Yeah. No, well, it's a, it's a really I, good, it's, oh, go ahead. I will say what I,
0: what I thought was cool with this. And I read a little bit from the, um, creator Neil was, uh, one of the reasons they kind of threw this in is, uh, So when the game came out, this was 2013, like we hadn't really, the world hadn't really been exposed to, I mean, like there were viruses and stuff, but like there wasn't anything like, I feel like as global as COVID. And I think now that this show coming out in 2023, you know, like having this intro, it's like, oh, people are a little more familiar with like the reality of this kind of to the side of this. And I, I, I thought like, I thought that really hit heavy. And I, I, I just had read that that was like kind of one of the reasons they had, um, thrown this in was, you know, they knew they knew that the our their audience, us was a little more, um, aware and smart about these things. Cause we've actually been through something to an extent that's similar, you know, Pretty similar,
1: yeah know, and, and like another thing is I think for millennials, especially, and I guess Gen X too, uh, there's a lot of like timeliness to the, the, the first part of this first episode where you jump to 2003. And like you see like the Operation Desert Storm sticker, you see a picture of George, George W. Bush or it's like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I was a kid through this stuff. Um, and, and that's that's where we meet our, our two um, main characters in this episode. We, ha- we have Sarah and Joel, who are uh, father and daughter, and they're, they're just going about their days. Um, Sarah, it's going to be Joel's birthday, so she's going to go get his watch fixed. He's going to go off to work. He's a, a construction guy. So they're just they're just doing their things. And but like if you like pay attention very carefully to like the newspapers in the background or like listen to like the TV in the background, like you start to see like there, there's something going on in the world. Like there's like a, a building tension. I don't know if you guys picked up on any of that.
2: Well, yeah, it's, it's um, the principle yeah. of show not tell. You know what I mean? Um, they did a really good job of making you know that there's some type of danger. You know the whole episode really they never really point to what that is and I, and I think partially it's because they know a good percentage of the people watching the the show know what it is but for those who don't i think it also lets you know that like something's wrong you know what i mean
0: yeah this really show the show first of all they didn't do like the someone opens the newspaper and it like shows <laughs> like the highlight of the day But like this, this truly is a show like if you've never even heard of The Last of Us until uh, last Sunday when the episode dropped, um, you could you could follow along with this. Like it's, I think they did a really, really good job of um, not really like babying you, but just like just having good storytelling. Just all it is.
1: Yeah. And I I felt like they incorporated, I guess, kind of like a horror or like thriller type of elements where like there's like that that building tension throughout something that you're watching and like you don't know what's what it is but you know like there's something bad coming
2: you know you know what it reminds me a lot of um if if you guys ever watch any of uh, ari aster's movies he directed hereditary and um midsummer Oh um, yes, yeah. I've but, seen Midsummer on but it's very reminiscent of like the way he <laughs> I know. But it's very reminiscent of the way he builds drama and tension, you know what I mean, where mm-hmm. it's like it's like this feeling of like something's wrong, but you can't describe it. It's not visually shown to you, but everything else around the characters is like something's up, like something's weird, something weird's going on, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and the, the peak of that would be when Sarah she she's gone back home and she stops by her neighbor's house. And, like, it's really funny, like, when Joel kind of, like, forces her earlier on to be like, yeah, yeah. she's going to come over later It's like, the, yeah. these, like, older
2: elderly old, people. Old people, yeah. <laughs> I
1: like that it establishes, like,
0: they, they kind of have annoying neighbors that are friendly, but, like, this isn't the first time they've had to go through this. But I like that yeah. it also, you didn't, it's just, like, this the show, at least so far, I feel like does a really good job of, like, just showing you, like, oh, yeah, these characters already exist and they already have a story, but you don't necessarily need, like, all of the backstory of the old neighbors for for you to understand like um that they already have a relationship
1: right yeah it, it, but like that that peak tension like when sarah's over there and they're like the grandma whoever like there's something wrong with her mm. but you're like you don't know what it is but yeah. then, like the dog's freaking out you're like it, this is weird I and mean, even you. from a
2: cine- even from a cinematography perspective i thought that scene where sarah's in the house and the you know up until this point the, the, the old lady, the I don't know, mother, grandmother, whatever she is, she hasn't said anything. She's kind of docile. She's, uh, you know, I think they even mentioned that she had like dementia or something like that. Exactly. Um, yeah. Something like that. So like she's just she's spaced out. And then she starts like like tweaking. Like she's just like, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like,
0: well, like, it was terrifying.
2: <laughs> yeah. But it, but what's even scarier is that it's happening literally out of focus. Like it's, it's literally Hmm. happening out of focus. And so like you, the audience are like, what is that? But you can't see it. And then, you know, it's, I don't know. That's, I thought that was kind of clever.
0: Pretty cool. Can I give a, I gotta give an honest, uh, uh, I gotta be honest here. So um, as of playing the game and knowing what happens in the game, um, just seeing that little scene, I, uh, I actually paused for a moment and I was like, I have to decide right here, whether or not I'm actually going to watch the show because <laughs> it's good, but I was like, "Am I re- am I ready to just like go down uh, horror lane?" You know. That's uh, funny. But I I'm like I'm already I made it through the episode. I'm committed now. I
1: just got to do like, this, it's like the, the Vietnam crazy. meme. Alex is just envisioning all the stuff he went through playing the game before. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to do just, this again. I actually took like a six month break from playing the game too. Dang, dude. Yeah. Uh, and but like but then like there's like the tension reduction right after that. Uh, so like the, the the show does a great job of that where it's like up and down up and down. Yeah. Uh, Cuz then you 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 see Joel and Sarah together again, spending some time. Um Joel um you know it's he's Joel's working birthday. Hard. Joel's what?
2: It's Joel's birthday.
1: It's his birthday. She got his watch fixed. There's some lines directly from the game that, you know, it, it shows again they're not being like, oh, this is Joel and Sarah. He loves his daughter. Like you see the dynamic, you know, his dumb dad jokes, and you know, there's a playfulness, and like you can tell they love each other and like y- you believe it.
2: One one of the things I loved about it, about their relationship was that they never tell you the mother is not there. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's their dynamic is so palpable with the way she treats her father with both the like a respect, but like of almost like uh like I'm trying to take care of you the same way you take care of me. Mm-hmm never said never directly been like hey i appreciate you taking care. none of that but it's that's what good writing is y'all like it's just and,
1: and mm-hmm. with that they never were like oh i wish mom were here to see this oh i miss yeah. your mother yeah exactly oh, you know like they didn't like like you know like you have eyes you have a brain you can figure out what's happening and you're right yeah. it's, like so much better yeah or better yeah. or better yet opens newspaper this
0: would have been the perfect opportunity again and it just says mother, mother happy mother's day except to joel and sarah For real, sometimes it no, it's like that. That.
2: a bad tv show would have been like this is of course you know the one year anniversary when your mom got hit by a semi truck trying to pick up uh trying to pick up a, a puppy from the road oddly just enough like it, wasn't a, it was a stuffed animal i don't know why she ran into the middle of the street it was just a really weird situation but yeah no it's uh i think it's good writing and i think that what's, that's what makes the events that happen throughout the, this first half of this long episode, you know, yeah, um, you know, feel more, feel more palpable. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And, and again, like there were little changes because they're watching a movie together. It's like this cheesy Kung Fu movie. Joel likes that she borrowed from the neighbors, Sarah falls asleep and then she wakes up and Joel's going to go get Tommy, his brother, who we met earlier out of jail, I guess, and bail him out because he got into a bar fight. Is that in the game?
2: I don't remember. I because really I, don't. It's been I, I, so I remember long.
1: He's like on the phone arguing with Tommy about something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. I didn't want to well, go back to, to like check. Well, what was I, what was
2: really cool was remember. that. What was really cool was that essentially Tommy's like, yeah, some dude just like freaked out and started swinging mm-hmm. at the bar. And again, show, not tell. Right. It's like this thing. It's little like breadcrumbs. Yeah. Little breadcrumbs that like, hey, something's wrong because from if you don't know what's going on, you're just like, all right, Tommy, Tommy just got. Into a fight, but if you know what's going on, you're like, oh, that's like the first signs that like something's wrong with like the people. You know what I mean? Well, also, clearly, um,
0: Tommy's gotten in trouble even before this. Before, it's like yes, Joel, Joel is like surprised
1: at all. Yeah, neither is annoyed. Sarah.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, and again,
1: like it's the show don't tell. Like you, you, we're figuring all this stuff out. Like there's all these little pieces here and there. They're not spoon feeding it to us. Like we figured it yeah. out. Yeah, uh, and, and and then like you know the next part. You know, Sarah falls asleep. Joel goes to save his brother from jail. Uh, Sarah wakes up and like some like things are going down. There's like helicopters and like flashing lights and all this craziness.
2: It's like the first week of COVID out there.
1: It, 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 re- yeah, it <laughs> really, yeah, no, literally, you're right. You're, right. <laughs> you're right. There's all this craziness, but at the same time, she was outside, it's like quiet on her street. Right. Like right. everyone, nobody's outside. Right, but you're right. Like it, like they're they're kind of tapping into those feelings for us who have gone through these things. Yeah. Um, and then that, and then the, the creepiness tension goes way up, Alex, I bet you, you love this next part.
0: I don't know this whole, uh, this whole, the whole show had creepy, creepy intentions. If that's, (laughs) if that's helpful, (laughs) (laughs) creepy
2: intentions.
1: Well, so she, um, Sarah goes over to her neighbor's house.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I
0: think what, um. I think I think it's just it's it's the pacing of this, you know, because it's like you've already been to this house before and, you know, not only a few scenes ago, but it's just like it's the way like the dog from over there is like desperately like clinging to like uh, come up to Sarah and she's kind of like like chill out. It's just like loud noises. But like the second she tries to get to the door, like the dog literally like runs off of the leash and the, like I don't know how they did this, but you could you could just like legit see the fear in the dog's face. And it was just like, well, well I'm out. If you're going in there, it's, it's very out.
2: reminiscent as a dog owner. When a dog doesn't want to do something and they dig their heels, you just know that like, there's not much you can do to, mm-hmm. to get them to go. And, and on top of that, we've already, we, we already kind of get a hunch that something's wrong with the, with the grandmother. Um, and so when Sarah goes inside, you know, she's found the house is in is in disarray. Everything is just, the house looks disheveled. And the doors open, which is unusual. Because it's we like see two AM them- or something, right? It's yeah, really yeah, late. Yeah. It's like the middle <laughs> of the night. It's in the middle of the night. Yeah. And uh we see the neighbor is getting is getting feasted on by the grandmother, which is just like, whoa, dude, like this is wild. And she's got these like tentacles coming out of her mouth. I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. Like, oh, it's God. it's like <laughs> it's
1: ravenous.
2: Yeah. Well, it's- and then
1: so the wife's the one that's being eaten. Yes. And then the husband, he's like still alive. He's like, "Help me!" And Sarah's like, "This is how you know she's smart." She's like, "Nope, she gets yeah. She's
2: out." The, the, well, the, like, the, yeah.
0: At a point, she can't. Like, there's there's no help in that there's guy. Not, there's
2: nothing she could do, and I, she's smart enough to yeah. realize, like, like, "Hey, man, it's you or me, and you're already halfway <laughs> there, so I'm out." Um. And so she she runs outside, and she, uh, the the <laughs> in a in a. Frightening scene. The the grandmother chases her. Um, remember this woman was docile in a wheelchair, and now she's just full on sprinting toward, now uh, she'd be running. toward Sarah. Yeah, she's running. She's a track, she's a runner, she's a track star. And she gets outside, and you know, Sarah's like, I mean, she's scared. I mean, I would be scared, you know what I mean? She doesn't know what to do, just she she knows these people. And then uh Tommy and Joel come uh, you know, they come out of nowhere and Joel, Joel, pops. Joel, 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 Joel gives her that two piece. All right, she, he 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 puts her down, and Sarah's just like literally stunned. She's like, "You killed her." Well, when and I saw like, when Look. I
0: saw the crowbar shot, I was like, "Yes, like yeah, yeah. here is that crowbar I miss," and
1: also yeah,
0: despise at the same time.
2: It, it's funny. Yeah, it's also a
1: character moment though. It yeah. is it's like because like he like you know when when it hits the fan like Joel's like I I got this
2: I yeah, well, it. well that's. That's that's an interesting way. I looked at it as like Joel is very much a survivalist. Like he's like whatever I have to do to survive. I thought that was reflected. And again, show not tell, y'all. This is a this is a talent that not a lot of people have. They live in a cul-de-sac, right? And when you live in a cul-de-sac, you kind of are forced to like get to know your neighbors in a more intimate way, right? That's what they've been showing up until this point. And so when when it's fight when it's flight time in that fight or flight session, Joel. There's neighbors coming outside. Joel's like f them. We're out. Like don't worry about them. He's basically telling Tommy like run her over. Like we, we don't care anymore. Like go. But he does. You know what I he mean. He does give
0: advice to one of the neighbors. He's like he's like get back inside and lock your doors. Right. And right.
2: Unfortunately, that does not happen. He doesn't listen. Yeah, she doesn't listen. So he, you know, he's very much like like I, we. I'm survivalist. Go. Just go. Yeah. Just go. He's not, like, survivalist. Yeah. He's not like, like a jerk.
1: I, He's just no, he's right. very practical. No. He's doing what he knows he's, he needs he's to be protecting his, his daughter. Like, yeah. Like, I, I get, like, I don't have kids, but, like, if I was in that position, I'd be like, she lives. Like, if I can help you guys, cool. If not,
2: yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But, Alec, and again, Alex hit on the head. Yeah.
1: But the show Don't Tell, like, you don't see the neighbor mm-hmm. getting ripped up. You, right. like, you, you just, like, they you don't can do just man. barely, you like, can barely the make it out. Slowly yeah. fade away, you're like, oh, 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 she's getting eaten.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, basically, from this point on, you know, we are watching them try. You know, it's again, it's chaos. I think of, it's chaos. You know, they're trying to get out of the out of the country, but everyone's trying to get out of the country. Um, you know, the, uh, the the car crashes. Uh, Joel and Sarah get separated from Tommy and a very uh, video game way, too. A very video game way, too. Literally, like mm-hmm. debris separating them. I'm just like, just go under. Like, I, 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 I
0: started that. laughing. I was I like, you could also that. like fucking run around the building. They could just I think played into it. And he's like, I'll just meet you at the river. Oh,
1: I, like, I, I, I was watching this with Wendy, and I, I like laughed. I was like, that is 100 percent a video game thing to have happened. It is. I like uh, I yeah. definitely did that on purpose. L- literally,
0: it, yeah, it, yeah. Was, yeah. it was cheesy, but like it, it was yeah, it was it was, it was fun. I'm, I actually kind of hope in future episodes there's occasionally a similar thing where it's like. Uh, just jump over something like i can't sorry i can't jump like i just do you
2: know jump command doesn't work <laughs> or 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 my favorites like they're in the water like ah, ah like you can't swim like no nah, can't swim can't swim yeah, in this game the, um, the
1: laughs are short-lived though because people are just dying left and right yeah and, uh, the, the, joel and sarah run through this restaurant which it looked exactly like the game from what i remember okay i could be wrong i don't it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, they're running, they're running, they're running, and then they run into a soldier.
2: Mm-hmm. Soldier is trying to stop him, gets an order that he has to take him out, and he starts shooting, and uh, Joel tries to protect Sarah, but it's, you know, you know, the, Tommy comes out of nowhere, he makes it to the river and shoots the soldier, but it's too late. Sarah's bleeding out, and just like the video game, we have to watch Sarah die. In um, well, what you missed, you know, though,
0: the unfortunate thing is the reason that the soldier um, gets commanded to take him out is because Sarah, Sarah's ankle is injured here and the, they were just trying to explain. It's like, no, no, like my ankle just hurts. Like, that's why I'm kind of like limping. And I think they were just like, no, we're not risking it.
2: I think that's I, interesting. Think, I thought, I think that's, I thought what, that's how I saw it. I took it as like, I took it as like, he received an order that like, no one's leaving the area. Like, like I took it as like, the, the military is so desperate to get this fixed that they're just going to straight containment mode. So no one's leaving. You know what I mean? Like no one's leaving the perimeter. That's yeah. how I took
0: it. I, I yeah. could see that. But I, I just saw it as because it's like, oh, she's injured and like they don't yeah. even want to risk. That's like, a good what, point. We don't, we don't know what – because nobody knows at this point like what anything is. Yeah. So it's like, like oh, does she have an injured ankle or like is it something else? that she going to yeah. turn into grandma – grandma crazy from down the street you know like
1: <laughs> yeah no that's and, a good point they don't tell you like that's the beauty of the of the storytelling here like yeah. you don't know you don't if know she dies yeah. Senselessly,
2: yeah
1: she dies and it's it's hard to watch like i, I was, crying. He crying. He was, crying. He was crying he was crying she was like why are we watching this i was like yeah just my wife was just like, just like
2: what it. is happening i'm like yeah you don't even know i told yeah. them, you don't even know you don't even know what's gonna happen <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're like... Time keep on rolling because we jumped to 2023. We're at Boston. Yeah. So this little boy is wandering into the quarantine zone. Everything's like, you know, hunkered down, fortress style. Like uh, he Fallout, goes Fallout
2: 4 style.
1: Yeah, very much Fallout 4 style. Mm-hmm. He goes inside. They're all like, hey, little buddy, like, we'll take care of you. They scan him with this thing. It's red. They give him a little shot. And right, I was like, I, I look at when he was like, they're killing him. He's yep, going to die.
2: I told, yeah, I, and, and sure it, enough, we...
1: As soon as he got in there, because she's yeah, like, being, like really nice to
2: him. We show the next scene. Food. We yeah, show the next, next scene. scene. You know, they're they're in the uh, they're they're dumping bodies, and the little boy is one of the bodies. And you don't see his face. You see the you shoes. don't see us, so you see the no, show That's true. Um, and I mean, even with the gun, right? Even with the scanner, they didn't. Te- they don't show you, right? I mean, they don't tell you. They just
1: yeah, but you're you know seeing it. It's, you know the reactions. There's good writers. Good so, much stuff
2: you, so you know uh there you know you we see joel's working in this you know post-apocalyptic boston and uh he's part of this crew that's the you know burning bodies and you see the little boy and this lady's like i can't do it you know i can't burn a body of a little kid and joel's like whatever grabs the kid and tosses him in the fire he's like i don't, care, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't yeah. care money's money joel is jaded Right. it's not even money
1: it's for ration stamps now Fair yeah, they, yes. they finally shot R-C, like ra-
2: yeah
1: ration
0: stamps yeah. are like uh i think it was like two rations you get like uh, some strap some new shoelaces for your boots you know it's like yeah. nothing, nothing nice it's, yeah. Bad. it's bad yeah yeah. It, it,
2: yeah it's real bad and,
0: and then it was you know, uh, santa monica in 2020 if anyone's
1: asking questions and like again like we explore this world like just by joe walking through the town Like you're picking up, like what's happening. You're seeing public execution. Like everyone looks miserable. Fedra is like a FEMA militarized that has taken over the city, martial law and all that. And you find out Joe's a smuggler, and he's been he's you know somehow he got these pills and he trades them with this uh, uh, Fedra guard to get more ration cards. Um, so that like that's a position he is in now. Like like you said, AJ, like he is a survivor. Like he's doing what he has to do but he's not alone like we we find out um we meet another character named Tess mm-hmm. who is being held by someone named Robert they they've roughed her up a little bit and for some reason or another Robert is afraid afraid of Joel and if Joel finds out like what him and his boys did to Tess um and and, and like what what they're after is i i, I guess like a, a truck battery we mm-hmm. don't know what it's for again like there's all these little pieces that we're we're having to put together we don't oh, know yeah. what is what
2: Well, we we can kind of insinuate that he's trying to he's trying to leave, right? Because he's trying to because because Joel's driver at this point is that um, he's been communicating with Tommy, and Tommy is has gone radio silent. You know, they I guess he's part of their smuggler ring or whatever, and he can't find him now. And the only way they can communicate is with the existing remaining radio towers um, process. So because he doesn't know where Tommy is, he's like, I got to go find him. And it makes sense. Right. Tommy is his only attachment to really his daughter. Right. And when you think about it that way, like his, well, it's, Tommy's it's his really, only, it's,
0: it's really only his attachment to humanity. I would argue. Humanity, Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's like a very, none weird, of these weird. other people, to my knowledge, um, were ever a part of his life before, before all of this, you I know? mean, they
2: lived in, they lived in Texas. They lived in Austin, Texas. Right. So like, yeah. he's, you know, uh, you know, again, another yeah. show not tell thing. Like, if you if y'all you know you know new, new england area you know people from texas don't like people coming from you know in california or new york you know it's not a it, culturally you can make an argument that it's like he's not of that area i'm sure most of the people aren't either but the mm-hmm. point basically is just like you're supposed to kind of put together he's a foreigner he's a foreigner but i think area, I, right?
0: I would argue that like once tommy if like if tommy's out of the picture i would say that like i don't think i don't think I don't think Joel has any reason left to even like to even alive. stay
2: there. Yeah. Or, th- or to be alive that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I Or
0: mean, or it. to like, yeah. Or just like, I don't know if he's already throwing kids and burning fire pits. It's just like, yeah. you're already, you're already kind of, you're, you're pretty yeah, well, close you, to the edge. I think
2: you bring up a good point. I never thought about because it's like, we're supposed to infer that leaving the, the area is virtually <laughs> suicidal. And so you bring up a good point, Alex. I I didn't really think about that. Like, that's that's his attachment to life and he doesn't care Mm. if he lives trying to find his brother or not you know what i mean like like if he can't find his brother there's no point so Mm. that's that's a good point i never i never put that together yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah. same and then another character
1: another storyline we have going on is someone named marlene who is in charge of the boston chapter of a group called the fireflies they're this revolutionary group terrorist depends who you ask And for some reason, she's having her fireflies attack all these different Phaedra places and they're all like, yo, what is up with this? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. They also have this girl named Ellie and apparently she's very important and they're going to they're all going to dip out of Boston with Ellie and head west. And for some reason, like we don't know why, but uh, Ellie and Marlene have some sort of history. We also find out that Ellie is past infection. Yeah somehow yeah. she got infected somehow, somehow she did she's not she's
2: the, she hasn't turned yeah uh, and i think i think she even mentioned that she got tested three weeks prior
0: yeah it was three weeks
2: yeah right was that three weeks so like so whatever she has even though it's flagging her as infected that like she's she's, she's cool. immune yeah well, she's there's immune. a there's yeah. a
0: scene too before um again, show, not tell where they, there's just a sign you see like in the quarantine zone and it shows yeah. like how quickly it takes for someone to be infected, like, um, for your, your, feet to your head. And I think, I think head was like, it was like five to 15 minutes. And then like, by the time it gets to your legs, it's like a couple hours, but either way, it's like everything, at, like no one lasts longer than no a one day. Lasts it longer. Like.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so, you know, to, to get the battery back. Uh, Joel and um, Tess try, or you know, th- their plan is just to hit up wherever Robert is and take the battery back. When they get there, Robert's dead. And uh, make matters even worse, the battery was bad to begin with. So he was just trying to double cross whoever he was trying to sell it to. Um, in the hallway of where they are, they bump into Marlene and it's the first time we get an inkling that Joel knows Marlene to some degree, or at least she used his services at some point and she makes a deal. She says, you know, uh, before Joel can really say anything, <laughs> Ellie jumps out from a room, tries to stab, uh, <laughs> tries to stab Joel. It Joel does disarms not her. Well it her. doesn't work. Yeah. Just she's, she's a little kid. <laughs> yeah. She's a little kid. He just, he's kind of just, you know, force throws her into the wall and, um, and uh, you know you can already see the tension between them. Um, you know Ellie is a smart mouth. Uh, uh, she's she's a, she's just a angsty teenager, and Joel is a grizzled old man. Okay, he's 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 not with the shits. Okay, he's just like I, I got stuff to do. I got work to do. And so Marlene asks uh, Joel, "Hey, I, I'll make you a deal. I know you're trying to get out of the city. If you smuggle this kid to our base." We'll give you anything you need to get to wherever you're going. And him and Tessa are like, honestly, we don't have a better plan. So let's just do it. Um, you know, I, I mean, th- this scene was probably the most direct part of the whole episode. You know what I mean? This is the most like just straightforward. Um, I, you know, we know where this leads. So we know kind of the implications. But at this point, I think it's just, you're just kind of just like, man, what is this girl? Like, what? Why she's so important. Like who cares? Like <laughs> the world is literally crumbling apart. Why, why does this even matter? So, um, you know, they, they, they take her outside the city walls and, you know, earlier in the, in the episode, you know, when we find out Joel's a smuggler, he's making a deal with one of the guards and we kind of find out that's how he's getting his inside track for a lot of the things that he's procuring. And they bump into that guard outside the walls. And so, uh, Ellie, being the—I the, forgot thats the word I forgot to use earlier. Short-tempered, uh, the short-tempered child that she is, she stabs the guard, and so Joel and Tess are forced to to kill him, and they got to run. You know what I well, mean?
1: She
0: has a thing for stabbings.
2: She it's, has a thing for stabbing.
1: I mean, okay, like I think we have to do that scene credit because um, she's about to get scanned. Yeah, it's yeah. I think she
0: knew. She knew that. This, uh either she was gonna get captured or someone she, someone was gonna get killed. I think I think so, I actually think she read the situation right in this
1: situation. I
2: thought yeah. I thought she did get scanned.
1: She did and she knows like it's gonna be it's gonna be positive. Like right. this is bad. Right. And so she acts. She responds.
2: Right. Right. She and responds.
1: Then, and then Joel responds to that where he's not okay. He's not gotten over the death of his daughter. He has a flashback. Of like when him oh, and I were that. confronted yeah, yeah, yeah. by the soldier, yeah, and that's what's happening to him right now. He goes into like Papa Bear mode and just he literally beats this guy to death. Yeah. And the inverse when he saves Sarah from the old crazy neighbor, Sarah was appalled and scared. Ellie looks, she's like fascinated. She's like, you, well, she, she's like, you did this for me.
2: And something else that I think we forgot to mention um, that's probably pretty important to the rest of this story as far as they go is that Ellie is one of the is is a part of a generation that knows nothing else but this world uh Mm -hmm. she's lived in the 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 new boston city that has Mm -hmm. existed she's never been outside those walls so this is just like like this is just the most interesting thing she's ever seen in her life i mean when you think about it she's probably never watched like a movie Like, yeah, we (laughs) We don't actually know know if she's watched TV
0: or like if they don't, she's even really been able to listen to music or anything.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so we don't, so this is just like a lot for her culture shock at its finest. So, um,
0: but I think, you know, I think she, I think she knew what she had to do. Um, it's pretty clear in this world that basically any, any minor, I mean, they're like, there's like, there's like scenes where like, you know, someone could like steal something or just do something that's even just like, just like just breaking the law in general, like results yeah. in being hung. So like yeah. she knows that they're gonna die, or yeah. at least mm-hmm. get captured and then die later. So I no, think I, I think yeah, she had to. I think she, she had to do what cost. she had to do.
2: It's, it's a good yeah. point, and um and that's really where that episode kind of ends, right? It, it tails off. Um, I don't know much about the song that was playing, but I figure it's gonna play yeah. in some significance. Yeah the the ending
1: song is Depeche Mode's Never Let Me Down Again, okay. which came out in 1987. Okay. And the closing scene is these two skyscrapers falling over, which is mm-hmm. directly from the game. Yeah. The song's significant because earlier, before they leave, Ellie cracks Joe's, Joel's smuggling code.
2: Yeah, where yeah Different decades mean
1: a different thing. And a song from the 80s means there's trouble coming. Yeah. So again, show don't tell. Show don't the tell. Show Runners are saying, hey, something bad's going to happen.
2: So, so guys, and like, what, that. That, what, what are your, what are your final thoughts? What, what did you think? Final thoughts? Um, I'm totally
1: on the bandwagon. I'm going to keep watching this. Wendy and I said we agreed it's going to be our show, her newest show. Um, the story is well adapted. So many show don't tell, like uh, things, like the, the, yeah. uh, a lot of background things. Yeah. Um, to avoid exposition, dialogue. The directing was great. The acting was great. Um, you're, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll get freaked out. Um, Nico Parker, who was Sarah, she made us fall in love with a character for like thirty minutes before he, and then dies. Like that's mm-hmm. incredible acting. Pedro Pascal, I'm a huge fan of him. You know, always going to want to support a Latino creates a, an endearing character where you know, like there's something dark lurking under the surface. So I'm excited for this show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think those are all pretty very valid reasons uh, for me. I'll start with the positives. Um, I think the story is basically like almost spot on to the games. Um, Like I've just seen so many like video game adaptations of other content and it's just always done so poorly. And I think this was done very well. The acting was very, very believable. Um, The what are we going to call them? Like the infected people, I think the sounds Mm -hmm. that they make like the audio they captured perfectly to the game He's like, like the, yeah, the sound is, is like terrifying. And I, I, I love that. Um, only couple of minor things I had was like, I could just tell like that this was supposed to be a movie initially. Like it felt too much like a TV show or like my biggest, biggest problem was like, everything feels so narrow focused. So like, it feels to me like you only see exactly like what the characters are doing and you don't really see much of the world outside of that. It could change in other episodes. And again, that's like a really little thing. But I I just like I can just tell when I'm watching something. I'm like, ah, this feels like a TV show compared to a
2: to a film. Yeah. To answer that, I think that's because they know it's a video game. And ultimately, mm-hmm. if you want to see more of the world and go get the game, I think maybe I'm just I'm just suggesting like maybe that's right <laughs> there. You know, I don't know. But they, maybe that's the, maybe that was the philosophy. I'm sure Neil's like it's in the game. Don't put it in the show. I don't know. Um, I'm not gonna waste time and explain like I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Go watch it. Uh I did do, I did just want to throw some go watch fun. It. Yeah, I, I wanted to throw some tidbits in there. Uh first of all, Sarah or uh Sarah played by uh what was the actress's name? Um uh, Nico Parker. She's a Nepo baby. Uh her mother is um uh Thandie Newton from uh Westworld. She plays um, What? Yeah, she plays um uh, Maeve, if you ever watch Westworld. Yeah. She, she's, yeah, that's Maeve's, that's Maeve's uh, daughter. So Nepo baby, I support. Um, <laughs> she's got, hey, she's got the talented back. She's got the chops, man. She's got the chops. Yeah. Uh, also, something that was super duper clever throughout the show is that I believe in the video game, and I saw a TikTok about this. I can't remember the TikToker's name. I wrote it down somewhere, but I can't pull it up right now. So I apologize. But if you find it on TikTok, let us know. Uh, but he, he brought up the point that um, in the game, they tell you that the infection is triggered by like a bad crop, and throughout the episode, we notice that Sarah, Tommy, and um, and uh, Joel never ate bread. Right when when in the morning, when Sarah asked Joel if she can make him pancakes, he says no, and so what? they don't make pancakes. The uh. neighbor, remember, offered him biscuit or scones or biscuits, whatever. Yeah, and he didn't eat it. And when he came back home, he never, he forgot the cake. Wow. He never, he never brought the cake. And
1: then she didn't take the cookies and then,
2: either. And she didn't take the, well, she didn't take the cookies because they were oatmeal cookies. So she didn't want them. So she never ate yeah. the cookie. Oh, yeah. they were raising, they were raising, remember cookies. they were raising cookies yeah, she and she didn't like want them. Raisin. Yeah, exactly. I didn't so she, touch so she, that at she all. exactly. Right. Isn't that so smart? <laughs> I was like, yo, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's really good.
1: <laughs> oh, man,
0: so, Don't, don't eat, don't eat any bread out here. You know, just, <laughs> Red's bad, y'all.
2: <laughs> so you know, just just some fun things already in one episode. Just some fun yeah. things that I'm like, you know, I and I think they put that in there because they know mm-hmm. there's some of us that are probably paid 300 hours of the game. So that's just awesome. I think there's just that's just them trying to add some things for you to watch or catch or put together. So mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, and I and again, if anyone knows the TikToker, I'll try to find it. I don't want to steal his his. Uh, is the, the credit, you know, but it, it was I, he brought up a really good point. I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, guys, um, you know, thanks for listening. Um, you know, if you liked the show, if you watched it, or if you're interested in it, you know, let us know. You can find us on most uh, social media platforms like Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, Twitter, TikTok, uh, at the Bandwagon Fan Podcast. Um, you can find our podcasts uh, anywhere you listen. Uh, uh, Anchor, our Spotify our host, Spotify yeah our the, our, our mothership uh, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts um we think yeah oh yeah YouTube please uh you know find us on YouTube find us on um Amazon Podcasts I'm sure that'll be a thing one day uh wherever you find podcasts we are there uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time The Bandwagon Fan Podcast is hosted by Josh Jimenez, Alex Magosa, and me, AJ Soy. Our show is produced by Kate Smith and edited by your boy, AJ. Our social media is managed by Natalia Kokulia, and our theme song, Lush Waves, is provided to us by Taylor Lewin of Underscore Audio. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.